Welcome to the Unrefined Sophisticates. You are listening to Ken and Morgan Jones. Feel free to tune in on all podcast platforms and make sure to subscribe and comment. It doesn't have to be nice. They just want to hear your input. With that out of the way, get your ears ready because you're going to want to hear this one. I got to have my drink. Pour me something in the Welcome to another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates Podcast, episode 187. Yeah, and you don't stop because it's 187. I can't say the parts that I want to say because we may be taking off the uh, airways. You know? But Big 187, that was uh, rap music's favorite penal code in the 90s. 187.2, 187.2. I think there's five. Anyways, with that said, I am your host, Ken Jones. To my left, Morgan Jones. Oh, yeah. And um, we got some things for y'all today. But before we get into them things for y'all, we're going to do our shout outs. We're going to shout out France and the Philippines for being our top listening countries this week outside of these here United States. Shout out to Salem for being our top listening city and shout out to San Diego and El Paso for being our top listening cities outside of Portland, Oregon. Shout out to our sponsor, the nine brand. That's the I X B R A N D. Check out the ladies and the greatest over at the I X B R A N D dot C O not com. Don't let your browser or word check mess it up for you. Word check. You want to do us a, Spell check. There we go. <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I was like, <laughs> and as you should follow us on the Instagrams, you can do that by going to the Instagrams and typing in the at sign unrefined sophisticates. You can follow Morg at Portland Morg. You can follow me in these streets because that's where I be. Then you can follow our sponsor, the nine brand at the I X B R A N D. Make sure you like us, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. And tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Double up those Aunt Andres. Can y'all follow me at Portland Morgan, not Portland Morgan? Because I don't know who that is. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Do both. Whoever Portland Morgan is, give her a follow, too. Shout out to her. Or him. Yeah. That's a unisex. Or them. Them. I see the thing. That had me cracking up. That was like, um, it was like men sure know how to be use pronouns when they <laughs> telling the story and not trying to gender. Listen, the gr- <laughs> listen. When you, that when was, you don't want to say there were a bunch of women there, it like, was out there doing a whole lot. Right? <laughs> you know, how to, you know how to do that one. <laughs> yeah, that had me a little, little chuckle funny. came up out of me. <laughs> Can I just ask really quickly, why are people so bothered just by pronouns? Like, I'll say this for myself, and this is me being the the unrefined half of this show. Um, in the way of like saying they them, that's hard in my brain when I'm speaking about an individual. Okay. They or them has always been a group of people. So if I'm speaking like they, it's it's a group versus an individual. So like that processing in my head is probably never on the first time. Let me not say never. 
it on the first time of me saying and identifying a human, they them is not what's going to pop out. Right. And that's just that I know is a thing with that. You get into the space of where I've came to. It's either I if I know your name, I'll say your name. If I don't, then I'm just not going to acknowledge because I don't want to mess it up. That's like honestly when where you don't know somebody's name say before before we were in a place where we were discussing pronouns right uh-huh. if you didn't know someone's name didn't you say they said or they did like like that yes in that context of speaking about a th- person th- versus being like there's a person right there and i'm saying they over there that that's not no, okay. I've never okay. formed my words like that. Okay. Yeah. So that's I, where that's one of I, the, the ways for me is like if you didn't know somebody's name, you would acknowledge them as they. If you didn't know their name or their gender, I mean, I'll say honestly, me, I'd say her or him. Like if I rarely I, did they, so I would do I, that. And yeah, I tried to correct myself. If you didn't know their name or their gender, so if someone's telling you a story and it's like a unisex name taylor morgan you know uh, what i mean like uh, if you're like okay so what did they do did they okay. do blah 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 you know what i'm saying yeah that's the way that i gotcha yeah i just that again me right. as a person i i know where my shortcomings are and <laughs> i think i also <laughs> asked the question wrong because what i really meant is why are people so upset by it like i i are... wonder this is something that i go to in the way of you bringing that up and this is like a bunch of things that I realize are there's a lot of outrage and hyper upset about things that only exist online. Yes, I know things happen in person like this. is not. I'm not saying this only exists, but the way in which it seems like a majority of people are infuriated about most things either way. And then in person, having conversations with humans in actual life, these things are not flaming hot in this type of way. In, in, in again, in a general, I totally agree with that. I think that has a lot to do with, uh, I, I think it's multifaceted, yeah. But being behind the screen, we've talked about this a lot, yeah. Being behind the screen gives a lot of people a lot of, uh, you know, uh, courage, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you have a lot of things to say that you would never say to yeah. the people that you work with, to you know. I feel like there's a lot more I'll say for myself. I feel like there's a lot more grace extended, at least in my experience of being a a person interacting with all across the board of the peoples and being in the mix. And anybody that, you know, has rocked with me. No, it's love coming from me in eight times out of 10. And so the grace that I've been extended many a times of given fumbles of whatever it may be that it's like in an online platform had i had done this in conversation it would be having his head <laughs> you know what i'm saying and so like there's there it's just I, my experience of course everybody has their own lived experience mine has sure. been i get a lot of grace from people and i think that's because in person a lot of times you're able to kind of capture where somebody's if somebody's intent is malicious or yeah, what, what may sure. be coming from it. So I for think sure. there's, you know, that's my experience with a lot of the things, but also I just don't know. I don't remember names in general and I know that's everybody's <laughs> trope and stuff, but it's like, there is this real thing of not just the names. It's like, I think there's portions of meeting and coming in contact with so many people regularly, even just blanking on meeting you three times before. Ooh. 
and feeling like I feel like the, you know, and I'm definitely like, yeah, like it's not a, um, it's just, you know, in the, in the movement of things, a lot of times if we're not sitting down and having a conversation, it's like being introduced to people all the time, shaking hands, quick laugh, maybe a picture. And then it's, you know, pop in maybe six, seven months later, a year down the line, you remember me, I happen to not. Yeah. It's just not. So anyways, with that, like there being certain things that even the people who are in my, you know, especially I think especially the people in my close circles is like my thing is if I come into space and I know I should know you and I can't remember and I can't just come up in a way and be like, hey, <laughs> remind me or that, then I'm just going to avoid that space. <laughs> like, you I, won't I'm even just, say hi. You'll, like, yeah, you'll know sometimes I because know there's I times. Yes, there's times I've definitely have been like, I know, and I feel bad. Like, I feel bad that I don't have that information handy. And to just come up like, hey, I know you're from somewhere. That sometimes just ain't, it's not being in the environment where that seems like it would work. Or at least for me, again, it's more of a self, self thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I hope that everybody listening to this understands in any moment, if you see, if you come up to me or Kanathan and you're bright eyed and bushy tailed and I'm glossing over like, yikes, 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 I don't know who this is, <laughs> please don't uh, be offended. It's legitimately like forever and always for me and has been this way. Like, mm-hmm. shout out to my girlfriend, Alyssa. I used to have to be like, hey, <laughs> who's this person? that we went to school with Mm. that I feel like I'm supposed to know, but I don't Mm. know. And she would give me context clues like, oh, they used to, they wore this coat. They had this car. They had, you know, (laughs) and so then I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. But like, you know what's wild about that is that there's times, and I get this a lot when going back and visiting home and being with uh, Bruce and Nitty, they'll bring up stories and have people that it's like, we they used to be around regularly and I'm like, oh, and they're giving whole stories where I'm like, this sounds like I want to rem- like this would be a memory <laughs> I feel and like have nothing like y'all are sitting here giving me these details. And this sounds fun, funny, whatever it may have been. Oh. And I just have no recollection or even just having people that have pinged me on socials like, hey, and calling me the names that back there would know and being like, what's happening? And being clueless of just that you know doing the casual interaction but being like yikes you know me i sh- feel like i should know you if you know me this well that's exactly it I, people will say my full name like so you had to go yeah. to to like yeah. elementary through high school with me you know what yeah. i mean like, yeah no reason for you to know all of that yeah. so like Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how do I not have any recollection of you? Like, remember Miss Park's class when we did it? I remember that class. I, <laughs> I remember that That's, teacher. It's it's a real life thing. Outside and... of that. We lucky yeah. I know my name, I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, it'd it be, it be just real know nippy. people. It's not on purpose. Uh, exactly. But and it's not definitely not on some like snobby anything like, oh, I don't know you. It's legitimately. Nah. And like, I think people can catch. That goes back to what I was saying about people catching the vibe and the energy in person of of because there's not there's a level of humility. And I think that's why even being approachable in that way is based point. on a certain way in which we carry ourselves. Um, and yeah, yeah. But I can't say, you know, just in general, going back to like the 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 pronoun thing and all that of how 
much how much awareness is there. So that's where, you know, having the moments of thinking this through and I, I don't get and I never will get just like all the other issues that people have with people existence and the things that they prefer of why that does anything to mess your day up like that, that, and that's the thing of, you know, we're talking about this on, you know, the top line of everything before D and I is all these things have been so big and, you know, we're just, this has just been a thing since forever of how I operate also. And that's what I will say in there. And this is, I think about this in the terms of like, um, think about like the friend group, right? Um, we tease each other. And my thing is whoever you are, you're getting that issue. If like, <laughs> th- like, that's my, like legitimately. And so like, that's where the, if you, you know, talking to my childhood friends and I joke about the love language being that if it's like, right. if we can interact and I can clown, then right. That's me actually meaning we I rock with you. Yeah. Cause I'm playing with you. Like yeah. that's a level of something. And so the ability to be able to, you know, or or being that way, whoever I'm rocking with is getting it the same way. And that's again the the love portion. Now, if I can't, you know, in, entertain and have fun, then I don't care who you are. I don't want to be around that because I like to laugh too much and I want yes. to find the funny. Yeah, I I just was running into a um, scene, and you're right, hyper online, um, but seeing people be like, and I bet you have pronouns in your bio, and it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, it it just seems like what that's an insult, fam. Like, yeah. So what if they did? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's usually not even talking to people that. Um, identify with those pronouns is just like you're some you know a woke snowflake or whatever yeah. so it's like you believe people should get to exist i bet you got pronouns in your body <laughs> okay. I mean, she probably did <laughs> i just don't understand the the outright like the emotion behind it seems so like palpable and i don't get it like did I tell you about being on one of the interviews and having my joints um, set up as uh, um, oh God. he, him, daddy? And I yep. didn't, I meant to take yep. that off. And it's the- <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. That is such a good story. Like, I went to do an interview and my pronouns were he, him, daddy. <laughs> I, I always find See, that that's the problem now. People, that's, the, that's the issue you know wanna... something before right quick before we jump into the stuffs into the stuffs into the stuffs i do mm-hmm. want to make a mention for the listeners our second half of this show we have an interview that we did not throw in the top half because we just wanted to be able to free flow so we put that into the unrefined portion but it is a great interview I with know. an up-and-coming uh, I don't even want to do that because I hate that phrase actually phrase, that it just yeah. rolled out of my mouth, but just something real special. The garden, that group has some, um, some nice gems, real humble, cool vibe all the way through. And yeah, again, we're dumping that in that second half. So make sure that if you're listening on the radio, that you uh, go ahead and find that link and listen to the full length, get that unrefined half. 
Speaking of, I just want to uh, shout out to the numbers. Earlier mm-hmm. today, Ado, King Ado, Ado. a numbers takeover for Ado Radio. Hey. And they had a Twitch stream going, and <laughs> I went to it on my phone at one point, you know, and it's funny how certain stuff like, shout out to Taya. Taya was uh, just grooving, right? And I was like, oh, this is great. I love this. And I, at some point, kept it moving, closed my phone, got the link again because you made a guest appearance (laughs) on the live stream. (laughs) And I was like, how could, what do you mean? How could, how could Canathan be there? Yes. You are a gift now. Jeff, Jeff, what Jeff. is hilarious about that is in a similar way of not always being able to grab my phone and click a link. Right. You know what I'm saying? And during those hours, especially, and that popped up and I was able just to click right on and to pop in there and see, not just to see me, but see that specific yes, gift that they, <laughs> yeah, that, that they pulled that's from a video where I was like, how did that get cut out so cleanly? from this video like Yo, that was tight yeah it was that so was tight. yeah like i gra- i got video of it real quick because i didn't know if you would be able to get on yeah. and i totally figured that you wouldn't so i was like oh i'm grabbing this and then you were like oh that's hilarious so i was like oh, I but i am gonna put it in our slide because yeah. <laughs> yes 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 y'all gonna, y'all gonna get that work um, That's a, hilarious, and even the the motion of like I know exactly what I said right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's got to be crazy. Yeah, that's got to be crazy. Yeah, shout out, shout out to them. Shout, shout out, out. To, uh, shout out to Ado. He he takes care of us over at the numbers, and yes. uh, to see you on there was <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was greatness. It was just it was really good. The young can man. <laughs> so no, that was like a, that video was like. 12 years old now yo Bree yeah, like, literally looked at it and was like he's so young yeah wow. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes that was, oh man dreads was barely hitting the shoulders years ago i don't know Oof. uh 12 years of slave <laughs> 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 As a matter of fact, <laughs> so I think we're we're just a little over a month from uh, the anniversary of Slapgate, uh, where Chris Rock apparently got brain damage when he was <laughs> uh, slapped by Will Smith, and I remember bringing to this exact podcast the moment in which he had compared himself to like Nicole Brown Simpson or something and was like I don't even remember how he said it but it was like wow you're comparing yourself to people that were murdered that's an interesting thing to do or uh, Jesse Smollett comparing himself to Tupac deeming himself (sighs) the gay to Tupac I don't think we ever need to bring him up Think we ever need to talk about that man? Why did he do that? Because every Jesse time, the hussy. You know, <laughs> every time I hear his name now, all I can think is like, why did he do that? What, what, <laughs> <laughs> what would have made that better is if he had the Flyers jersey on with the bandana, <laughs> <laughs> spitting at the camera. 
<laughs> they had it in the reverse colorway, like that would have been hard. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be in timeout right now. <laughs> so um, there was the Mark Twain Awards uh, last night, or I don't know, something. What is that? I'm not even really familiar, honestly. Like I hear people say, "It's I got a Mark Twain." Like I think, the, but I don't. I don't know. That don't that don't show up in the EGOT. We don't care. It, it certainly does not. Uh, <laughs> okay. but I believe Adam Sandler or something. Let me not try and figure that part out. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody won one. <laughs> okay. And uh, for whatever reason, Chris Rock is there. <laughs> American and, humor. Okay. Uh, he said something to the effect of the only, or he said, oh, here we go. Quote, Paul Pelosi is the only guy who knows how I felt. Just me and you, Paul. Just me and you. Oh, man. And Friends, if you're not familiar with who Paul Pelosi is, he is Nancy Pelosi's wife, Nancy Pelosi, a uh, former speaker of the house. Um, somebody ran up in their house and beat that man. <laughs> not funny. Like not funny, but <clears throat> it wasn't a slap. I'll tell you this. His because it was fractured <laughs> and I'm not. <clears throat> Yeah, not downplaying the act. The act. I, I just want to say, oh, as oh um, God, <laughs> I don't. Um, in a in a relationship, if I am deemed the protector, the whatever, and then somebody comes in my house and just beat me up, like not like shoots me, stabs me but beats me up. I don't like how as a partner in that situation, the protectee, how do you move forward feeling protected in that scenario? Yeah, I don't. Does it help if the partner isn't there? I feel like you could add. I guess yeah. I guess yeah. I guess there. There you go. I guess there. I guess there. Yeah. If you get in a fight and lose a fight, like your girl ain't there, versus getting pee stand in front of your girl, I just feel like sometimes the 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 respect dynamics can change. um, Moving from there, possibly, but there maybe maybe it doesn't matter once you're much older, too. Valid. Valid. We're not in a position to be expecting anyone, an intruder, to come into your home, and you know, like yeah, I, I just. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. situation alone, she wasn't there. It was just him and okay. middle of the night in the pajamas type, you know, like you, yeah, you yeah. aren't prepared for an intruder, but he yeah, had to get yeah. like surgery and fractured his skull. Like, th- this is did they like me. rob him too? Like, was this what, what was it the was, I, I think it I, just I a direct, like, I'm coming in here to get you, sir. I think they were going to try and get Nancy. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Uh, but I, I really honestly did not follow that story much because yeah. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, my bad for um, the that, that so I don't, I don't really know that situation, okay. but I know that both of those Pelosi's were in the audience when Chris Rock <laughs> says. 
that he is, uh, you know, only Paul, me and you, Paul. Me and, and you, bro. And in these moments, I wonder, do those folks who, you know, would love a shout out from a Chris Rock, right? Are they like, mama, I made it? Or like, wait a minute, friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh. Those were two very different things. But more than anything, I want to say what I see Chris Rock doing is changing the uh, goalpost on what is violence, right? Mm. And like, for you to pretend as if a smack is the same as getting your skull fractured or the same as being murdered, <laughs> there is a victimhood that is living within you that is a whole different level that like I can't understand where you're even coming from in that space and then to make that narrative be like you just you just out here down bad you know like somebody really got, like you need a surgery for that slap can, and can we be I'm gonna tell you not that I ever thought Chris was funny so I, I just want to start with that, Say that not, <laughs> not in a movie not in a it's just it never hit and for yeah, me. Movies and, were always very crackheadish, and I—that's anti-black. <laughs> he stayed being sorry. I didn't. Mean yes, that. no, that's and one of the pieces that not like I didn't watch his. I couldn't get through his whole stand-up. I tried it, mm. the one that just dropped, and it was just oh. like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but then hearing his closing joke. When he finally, which he was, you know, of course, people were waiting to watch this and hear this. So he saves his wheel jokes till the end and went through this whole thing of, you know, all the people who thought that wheel was a B word and yada, yada, yada. And then closes out with the reason that he didn't hit will back first he tried to give all this stuff about how his size and blah 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 but then he said his parents taught him you don't fight don't fight in front of white people like that was his mic drop joke not from the man that lets white people say the n-word with the hard r not not that not that man well you don't fight in front of white you don't fight white folks or in front of them clearly um Oh, okay. So that in that consistency, okay. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, and so for me, this is where I feel like Chris Rock has always been the he's a white comedian. He's a comedian for white audiences, yeah. and that's where that I've always. And don't get me wrong. With that being said, my favorite comedians in my top ten is probably more white comedians than black comedians in my top ten. Can Joneses, just in case anybody's wondering. Can Jones stands on that. If you want to argue with me, argue with your parents. With that said, mm -hmm. those are like, so this isn't a thing about, Daddy. he's just that, that he's always had this corniness to me. Again, Can Jones's words, not representation of the Unrefined Sophisticates podcast as a whole. Or he's always been, that's oh yes. The other thing y'all do. Yeah. Um, it's it's always walked this line of like you're trying to be a black comedian and it's almost like the comedians who maybe got their start in white world and then are trying to cross over into black world versus how we typically see it um you know from black comedians and so coming into a statement like that like what do you mean your parents taught you not to fight in front of white what 
Nope. And that being that respectability. Hello. We know what that means. Yes. Yes. We know what respectability politics goes for. What what the whole reason you're doing it. Sorry. That. Yes. And that's and so like capturing that, I just anything that be coming out of man's mouth is just like, what what are what are what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? We don't care. I do yeah, not care. I don't care. I and so the only reason I brought this up was definitely like a you're trying to change the goalpost. And you are also trying to continue to garner sympathy yes. for something that we sh- none of us should be talking about anymore because gone. It's it's gone. It happened. You handled it the way you handled it or are handling yeah. it. Yeah. Will handled it. I don't and I'm I'm <laughs> just going to keep saying it. If Will Smith is the person that smacked you, I don't know why you have anything to say about Jada. I don't know why you are continually talking about the person mm. who did absolutely zero to you. Mm. Um, and mm. it's a, you know, that it's mm. on its own is going to forever and always make me look at him sideways. And I already looked at him sideways for all of the reasons that you just laid out and was just so quick to do it too. Just so yeah. quick to be the dude that's pooky everywhere. Like <laughs> you didn't have to do that. Zero percent. And again, it's going to work for his pockets and work for, you know, that 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 audience. Um, you know, you brought up something earlier and we don't got to stay on it, but you brought something up when we were talking a bit earlier about the, you know, his old joke about the black people versus the N words, mm-hmm. you know, the and it's again, the people who are going to latch on to that and then. <laughs> kind of carry that sentiment and anybody who's listening to this and you're like oh what do you mean that is the respectability politics that is the the amount of times people have uh felt comfortable saying to black people like but you're not like them Mm -hmm. you're not you're not regular you're not black black oh i wonder what that means which is never a nice like (laughs) (laughs) like that's not a win no, and the amount of people that think that's a compliment, you know, yeah. like on both receiving and giving, it's like, yo, you can't be serious. You're not like them. <laughs> oh, okay. And for his stand up to literally illustrate, I'm not them. Yes. <laughs> and let me yes. tell you, I don't even like them. I'm with you fellow whites <laughs> my fellow whites <laughs> i don't like them either like who needed that who bill cosby telling you to pull your pants up yep bop, 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 who needed that? yeah he's I just, a- uh i it is it is strange to me that we would even we're, you know, this far removed from it. Number one, I don't know why he didn't capitalize on that way quicker with the stand-up. Like, you were on tour with Dave Chappelle for so long. Why didn't you do a special six months ago? <laughs> you know, like, most of this is that special, or or is that tour? So, like, yeah. why didn't you, why didn't Netflix put that out six months ago? On top of that, why are we still talking about it today? Go yeah. to therapy, friend. 
You know that bag. Go get that. Go get that bag. Go get that. Go get that bag. That's all it is. Speaking of bags. Mm. If you had seven children, how many mm. bags would you have? Oh, ski, 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 my Anna. If I was known to spin the block and shoot up the club regularly on the on the regular and the deck reg on the reg. Um, friends, this was our cliffhanger from our last episode. We talked about uh, the fact that we were going to talk about this. So mm. I think worth to play one more time just so we re-familiarize ourselves with uh, old boy. All right, ready? You calling me a deadbeat because you calling me a deadbeat because I tell them I was being irresponsible, yeah, not wearing protection. But I always tell uh, these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father to these children. And I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority of times, they'll either take the abortion or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have kept these children. But the crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. So for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me, access denied. Because I don't really know why you're trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. So don't expect me to be responsible financially, emotional, spiritually, mentally, or physically with some kids I do not want. And I don't give a f- what nobody think about it. You're not going to force children up on me. Yeah, we both made the decision to lay down and have intercourse. We both was irresponsible about the decisions we made that night. Yeah, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I ain't care to pull out because... I'm not the one that's going to have to carry a baby for nine months. It's the woman. In my opinion, women should be more careful on who they sleep with because you're going to be like, one of my baby mamas trying to find me so I can financially support a kid I didn't told her or them I did not want. <laughs> Another thing is these just jump offs. These are the type of women that I ain't even had to do nothing for. The bad minimum, but they gave me access to their body and they think I want to be a, a father to a child. For one of them, like, I don't even have no type of love for these women. How do they expect me to love these children? Before y'all say, oh, he irresponsible, he a deadbeat, he don't take accountability. Yeah, I do. I just don't give a f-. You ain't going to force these children on me when I told you I ain't want them. Yeah, I can offer to a pay for abortion, but at what point can I force a woman to go get an abortion? I cannot. A woman say, my body, my choice, but I... Oh, dang it. Okay, well, what I can tell you is he says, uh, my body, my choice, my my life, my choice. Like, it's my life, it's my choice. That okay. was the, That's how he ends that uh, situation. Okay. So, here we are. Uh... I think I, you know, can. Yeah. As the um, only as the only man between us, mm. the only father here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. You want to walk me through mm. this? How you felt? Uh, well, I'll say like for my for myself. Yeah. I got scared 
ejaculating inside of a vagina has been off of my list for a lot of years. And that's based on having a encounter and having the encounters of a pregnancy that wasn't necessarily my idea of how I wanted to go about life. Okay. Um, wasn't familiar with this person beyond the surface levels of getting familiar with a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it has been a, it was, it, it, it did something to scare me <laughs> uh, away from, yeah. And so I could never put myself in this seat because of me being scared just from the one time call me a whatever you want to I'm just not a I'm not a trooper <laughs> and in so I'm going to give that context right and with that said just for it I am a full-fledged father to my kids and it, that has been produced uh from a me uh yeah so the I understand that SEX is fun <laughs> feels great um there's a level and i think when we first listened to this and we kind of talked where somebody can be making a point a there can be a valid point that then gets derailed once they keep expanding Uh (laughs) um there's an there's a portion of this that I put into who you're dealing with, right? And there is something to somebody telling you, I don't want a thing, I don't want a thing, I don't want a thing, and then engaging with them still beyond that. And when that thing that <laughs> pops up and they're not like having a change of heart on what they said they were not doing and wasn't going to be a part of, that's uh, that's part of something that people got to sit with and like be realistic in your hand in the situation um, and, you know, choosing to go forward. Now that doesn't take anything away from his portion of this. Like this isn't a, uh, uh, me giving him any bail because his situation or scenario of you're, you're being reckless. This ain't a one time I slipped up a two time and I slipped up. Like this is what you do. Right. And that's where this, goes down i there would be more bail if this was talking about a kid's mother again i'm even the man of sometimes you gotta you gotta try it twice <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta get the, around yeah you know? just to make gotta... sure that that would like get the confirmation <laughs> <laughs> <I got it. laughs> But I just have no, like this type of dude, I don't, I've been fortunate enough to not even attract those type of homeboys. Like Man. the people that I rock with that I, that are my friends, we're all dads. And that has been, regardless of what was going on outside, we've been dads. And so I don't have the homeboy who just got seeds all over the place and don't really rock because that wouldn't work out in my friend groups, especially the way we talk to each other and, you know, 
yeah, it just wouldn't work. So seeing that and knowing that that's, you know, this is people's stance, that this is somebody's stance, because once at the end of the day with this, um, you know, the idea of you not loving the woman or having nothing there, that has nothing to do with, you know, a relationship that can be built with the child. I think there's many of men and women across this globe that can say they'd have no love there for that other parent. Right. But are very in love with their children. Um, so that it was a dumb question uh, that was posed by man's of how can you it's easy, <laughs> like very yeah. easily, yeah. <laughs> very easily. Um, there's just not this type of. This makes me wonder. This is something, though, that makes me wonder in a scenario like this, because we think about even in big cities, right? If, you, if you're outside, you outside and people know that you outside and like that type of word gets around. And if you're keeping it as thorough as you're saying, this would just be like the caution tape that seemingly would exist. Right. And so it's like, are you giving it up that way that you're saying in the seat of this vehicle, which we know typically is a liar's lair? A liar's with lair! That, with that, that may be, uh, you know, some Cappington may be in there. You may, I'm not going to say you haven't told, because I am somebody that up front a lot of times is like, yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm at the finish line starting over on kids and stuff just doesn't zero. sound like the greatest experience, right? right? So having that be something that's talked about but versus being like hey you get pregnant ain't the, the way you laying it out it's like is that something that's being laid out and i'm not for sure without being here of course i have no way to say but i just feel like are you giving it up like that off the rip or is this after you get the news that you're like oh nah 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 and then giving the spiel so I'm really happy you brought that up because that is that's where I sit. Mm -hmm. I, ding, ding, ding to me is like, are you saying this up front or is this she's now pregnant and you're like, oh, I don't do kids. Yeah. And the reason I say that is it sounds really great for yeah. anybody to be like off top. I've told you and this is yeah. on you. This is a decision that you have made to continue yeah. to move forward. Right. Yeah. But then you're also telling me that these are all jump offs that you don't even know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So if these are jump offs, are you having that conversation about if you get pregnant? Mm -hmm. That ain't me. Mm -hmm. but that is that there's there's a you know what I mean? There's a disconnect yeah. there for me. Yeah. If, yeah. I, I don't know how many uh, conversations are happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the moment I, of. I, yeah. I don't like, even I, know them. Thinking in my adult life of, you know, in the in the in the times of um, engaging in activities that could lead to pregnancy, mm -hmm. like thinking about outside of my declaration of where I exist with kids. Um, I've only had maybe not even maybe exactly two people of having the conversation of like, hey, so if we're moving forward with no longer using protection. Like we have to sit and have the talk on what happens in what case mean? of right yes. like yes and being like you know of course doing birth control and so on but even if that doesn't happen to because then 100 
Exactly. And so I've only, you know, I've only had that twice. And there being the, the, I guess the, I mean, I've been in like some relationships in there, but it's also, there's been conversations of just being like, we didn't necessarily have to have the conversation because there was an agreement that kids were not a thing. Right. Right. Just that being in the getting to know and being like, oh yeah, nah, not doing anymore, you know, things like that. So that kind of being, I guess, not a direct detail, but it just being this understanding that I guess a declaration made, but it wasn't like going in depth of a plan in case the what if it actually does. And to go back to the point of having that conversation is not usually I met you at the club tonight and now we mm. we uh, doing the thing that can lead to pregnancy. Yeah. Like that's not normally how that mm. goes. And maybe for somebody who has continuously had children uh, based off of that scenario, maybe it mm. is the conversation mm. that he throws out there. There's a problem for me with the idea of, uh, you know, one, he says that, you know, women are the ones that give access to sex, right? And yeah. that, okay, you can absolutely feel that way. Um, if you know that you want zero children mm-hmm. and you know that a woman cannot get pregnant by herself. <laughs> mm. Except that one Where, time. When you say like, I'm, because man said I'm accountable or don't say I'm not accountable because I am, but I don't care. So that is not actually being accountable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, where is your, where are you taking care of you? You are literally throwing, if you believe that a woman has every single piece of control out of all of that, you're throwing all of the control into her hands when you do absolutely zero to mitigate yeah. those circumstances. Why don't you have a vasectomy? Like yeah. that is for me, if you are a, I must be having unprotected sex and clearly man's is out here doing the unprotected sex because <laughs> he says, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I don't care. Like, okay. Yeah. So why don't you have a vasectomy, which is reversible. If you want to have kids down the line and you feel like, like that's reversible fam. And you yeah. would be in a position where you don't have to worry about this in the same way. I do agree that the vasectomy vasectomy should be a um uh part of the 18th birthday package and then you it. get it undone when you're ready. When yeah. And this is some news you can use. Yeah, I'm, I'm I subscribe to that thought. No, I never like, thought about uh, that, but I'm I'm a big fan. I like the I like yeah. what you're saying so far. Yeah, yeah. Cuz the thing is everybody holds responsibility there. And to say, you know, uh it's it's one party who is in control one party no matter the party here mm-hmm. one alone can't do the thing so mm-hmm. in order for that to happen that's two people involved right yeah and i can't understand just giving someone else that much control if you believe that the control is not in your hand you know like yeah and you're right. Once once the pregnancy is happening, you don't have control over that. That is not yeah. you don't get to. I mean, there are people that control. You, you know what I did not know is that there are states that have that. Even if you're proven to not be the father, that 
you still have child support, like even if DNA tests come back, that you're not if you were um, signed on, like onto the birth certificate. Yeah. And then I have heard that as well. Like that is wild. I just I didn't know. I have not looked into that. So I don't know where what states those are. Yeah. You know, like I haven't really. But I have absolutely heard that. Yeah. You signed the birth certificate and you find out later. Yeah. You are not actually the father of that baby. But you have also been actively in that baby's life. Yeah. You the daddy. Yeah. And that was interesting. I just I caught that in in having a a rant about CS and was like, wait, what? And I found it on my in my searches trying to look for some other information. I was like, I feel like that's not, you know, that's that 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 doesn't that doesn't make sense. That is a continued, and I I, I'm interested to know where that came from because. Uh, just knowing who's in control of the laws, you know, dun, 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 dun. is like who decided who was going to be everybody's dad. Like, <laughs> uh, so yes. I also just want to say uh, just a uh, real quick about this particular idea of um, not being responsible because you said you're not responsible. Like that doesn't actually work when it comes to a whole human life like it's a whole other life and I understand at any point in this situation where you're like oh I don't want that and I'm not gonna I I don't want that so Mm -hmm. don't do that and here I'll Mm -hmm. pay for you to not do that I wonder why you wouldn't pay to do things up front I don't understand (laughs) like especially again I'm just gonna go back real quick to if these are jump offs you do not know people's ideologies or how they feel about things or if they do or don't believe in the abortion that you're so willing to pay for, they may yeah. not believe in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And again, I certainly the, not the blessings out there being reckless, just like he's out here being reckless. Like that, that is absolutely possible. And yeah. the idea that you could be like, so, um, uh, Oh dang. What's the word? Like, He's just egregiously arrogant with this idea of like, and I told you, you know, and I'm not doing that. And how could you even expect me? Why? How are you here on the seventh time, friend? Being reckless with the specimen. Like, okay, women are supposed to be responsible for their bodies, but you are what? Not, and you are not, you don't have to be. And is that what it boils down to for a person like this is that there is just seven is a nutty number. I'm just, I just want to say that is <laughs> sorry. I just sat with that for a moment again. <laughs> like, can yeah. you imagine you don't get no. seven strikes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get to accidentally, you know, have your pill come up short seven times uh, without someone being like, oh no, you're stealing from us. Yeah. <laughs> There's just no circumstance in which you can be on your seventh mistake, big air quotes, and (laughs) it's just like you get to be the one that's incensed. Like, damn. Zero, absolutely zero accountability. And this is also just very much the brand of man that is like, these females ain't got no accountability. You know, Mm. and where's where... That's why y'all didn't like Kevin Samuels. and da, 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 da. <laughs> Like, 
that random man, but you out here, seven kids, seven different mothers, and you're like, yep, and? He, he ain't a high value he man. He find me. He, I watched a little uh, uh, video or interview that he did with the current, uh, the internet's biggest pick me right now is a white woman. I don't know her real name. Pearly Things is her at on a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um, but she is certainly the sitting in, in any room that she can get in <laughs> with any man in the manosphere, most specifically black men, though. Like she wants to be in the she wants to be on the couch with the black men talking mm. about how women ain't worth anything anymore. So he's talking to her and you can you see her trying to like connect with this. Like, yeah, those women are trash. They should have not, you know, like. And at one point, you're just like, okay, so what did you do different (laughs) on the third one, on the fourth one, on the fifth one? Like, fam, and he's out here like, I didn't do anything different. Like, that. why would I do something different? I guess maybe so you can stop having children that you don't want to take care of, that you, like... The idea to me that you couldn't have a connection just because you don't like the woman makes absolutely yeah, that's what me. that's wild. That makes and then I gross. having to remember too sometimes and I... also real quick just devaluing those same people that you was real quick to put it into though, and so it's totally fine for you to uh, insert anywhere because that's inserting and it's not being inserted I guess and. She needs to be more selective. But at what point did she know that you were this dude? <laughs> you know what I'm There's saying? There's also though, like, and this is this is one of the things that in times when I can't explain things with just logic, I'm speaking in rough edit here. Mm. Give that. Um and we talk a lot about mental health and the different things that are going on with people. And there's this idea that if you're any attractive, you don't like you're just you're pristine and clean right like you just a one <laughs> in the head um and so there's certain stuff that when i see it it's me trying to say how you can't have that connection but who this dude could be a sociopath like this could yeah, be totally. yeah and there is so what he's saying yeah. in his brain is like yeah there's no connection to this so i know so there's moments that i have of that that i have to remember in moments when i see people just talking and it's it's not and not to give them again a scapegoat or anything, but there's just moments that it's like I can't find a point that I can try to see where you were connecting that dot. And I try in a lot of cases. I try. And yeah, so there's sometimes I have to sit with that and be like, hmm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I just thank and you that- for uh giving that uh perspective because I think mm. you're right. Like the the lack of connection and empathy in that way. That is very mm. possible. Yeah. Um, and also possible to not learn those lessons. If there is a certain, you know, uh, mental health issue, not learning those lessons in a way where you have something, you, you could take control of it because yeah. The thought that car, that car scene, though, I just that's where I like can't give him the bail (laughs) because nothing great has came from a car seat. The the sex ain't good. Uh, 
the seatbelts, conversation, be hurting, like yeah, no, that I'll say car conversations actually, are great. Yeah, I take actually, it no, that yeah, I take it back. So I, I, yeah, conversations I are actually banging. <laughs> that the only thing that's banging in a car. Car conversations with another person in the car, not talking to not your phone, yourself to your phone, <laughs> not recording yourself. Talking to yeah. somebody. I no, you're yeah. totally right. Me and Ambush have had some of our best conversations in a car. Like yes. Yeah. So yes. totally. <laughs> I just I this is the kind of thing that I'm like, I don't want I I want men to hold each other accountable more, right? That is a thing mm. for me. And that is the same. It, it it really isn't. I I don't feel the need to gender it in the way that women also need to. Mm. If you if you these are your friends, these are your family, this is your circle, whoever the people are, we should be holding each other accountable for things that you can easily identify as the FS, right? Like if mm -hmm. you can if you can look at it and be like, babe, that's you. <laughs> this one's yeah. you. Yeah. And you can't help it if your friends are lying to you, and you can't help it if your family members don't tell you the things, right? But in the moments that you are privy, <laughs> mm -hmm. like you said. This conversation wouldn't make it in your circle of men mm -hmm. friends, right? Like that just, nah, we're not doing that with you. Yeah, nah. I need more of that because what ends up happening is this gets to run wild, right? Mm -hmm. And and we run with the wrong parts of it because maybe that fits where you're at right now. Maybe mm -hmm. you want to hear that the man has absolutely zero responsibility in that equation. <laughs> maybe you want to hear, you know, uh, that... In that scenario, you have less uh, agency, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you need, that's where you're at. And so you're getting the confirmation and that's cool. But like and we'll large picture, right? And like you said, I can agree with certain things. And then the more you go, it's like, wait, 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 wait. You're now making that valid point that I felt like I understood up front. You're getting further and further away from it. And I just do not in any way want to see, uh, you know, men in our lives delve into the uh, manosphere in this way, because this is real. You'll be divorced dad talk real fast, right? Like when it's when it's this and it's I don't have to do nothing for these females because I already told you what I was going to do and what I wasn't going to do. And that's on you now. When you're and let's let's also normalize just saying y'all both dumb. <laughs> like let's, yes, let's, yes. Let's yes. normalize getting that out. Like y'all both dumb. Like that's both that's, dumb I for think, sure. And I also both dumb go for, back to the point of I I would love to know where the conversation is happening. Yeah. Within that, before I hit you with it, y'all both dumb. Because I don't know if you got told that off the rip, and then he was like, "I don't care, keep doing it." Like maybe that was the case. Y'all both dumb. Yeah. You if you like if that wasn't a conversation. If no, you're still both dumb. If it wasn't oh, a conversation, no, and yeah, you're no, going no. definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> no, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They uh, but yeah, I'm just, I, I just, I'm just these type of dudes. Them. I don't. I want to like because I'm. I would. I know we got ooh few seconds left, but just in the way of, I would love to see these this like this guy just sit in conversations with groups of dudes and be able to hear how many people are in alignment because I don't feel like in the real world people are going to be like, yeah, no, nah, yeah, do, keep doing that. Hard agree. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's wild, but you get on a lot and it'll be plenty of people like, no, I feel him. No, that's exactly how it really? <laughs> yeah. Like, did you yeah. hear the whole thing though? That's yeah. that's what I want to ask. Like I'd be that part of holding on to the point that made sense, and yeah. then that's the part that you're gra- and just letting the rest of it go. Cause and that's the thing I, that we talk about on this show all the time. The source matters, you know, yes. like the uh reason that that information mm-hmm. is coming to you matters. So just the same way, you can't you can't sit with one point out of eighteen and be like, no, 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 this this definitely makes sense. Seventeen of those points, you were like, oh, 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 oh. If it's confused, you can still like the one thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that, that nobody's that. telling you that you can't. But if you can explain the one thing and not the seventeen thing, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. don't die on that hill because it isn't even yours to die on. Unless you want it to be. Stay woke. And with that being said, make sure y'all tuning in to that second half and getting the bar of the garden. That's it for the sophisticated hours. Head over to your favorite streaming platform because it's on refine time. Oh, and cuss words will be said. So grab your cups and follow up. Hey, we are back. Another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates podcast. And we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to get a little mixy. We on location. I'm leaning extra hard in my seat. <laughs> it's a real player vibe. Somebody's got the lights down a little bit. Man. Turn off the lights. Where the wine at? <laughs> Ooh. Vibe. Hey. Vibe. No, it's, it's seriously That's sexy now. That's vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that back down. Yeah. Uh, need that. We got something special in the building today yeah. with us. Um, it's the garden. Is the collective, but I'm gonna pass it over and get them to individually tell you who they are. Starting here on the right side of the room, just because it got pointed <laughs> over there. I I started. <laughs> <laughs> we at the garden, and this is Chalifa Nim, aka Chili, reporting live from DB Nation with the gang. To yeah. my right, we have the boy, Neeks FM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neeks FM from down yonder, down in Texas. I'm Ivy, my government, Victoria, what for me? Hey. From ATL. Oh. Per. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. I don't think I knew that either. Yeah, I'm late to the game. Yeah. So then how did this, oh yeah. Yeah, well, that's Here how we it go. works. Help, connect the dot. Here yeah, because this was, this was, but this was Texas, Texas. No, I Texas, thought, Texas, I thought Texas. it was Texas, Texas, Texas. Yeah. Texas okay. But no, we all met in Texas. You met in Texas. Okay, okay, yes, yes, okay. yes. yes. Drake oh. said all my exes is in Texas. Yeah. They do be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do be. They do be out there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a big state. There's a lot of places to go. Do they get patches? Is it like a? It's more, then we have Letterman jacket. Okay, there you go. Okay, <laughs> uh-huh. just an owl Stop. on the shoulder. Like, so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm with that. Out. So how did it? How did? How did you all give us the backstory? So we all went to the same school. We were athletes on the track and field team. Oh. Used to kind of like hang out and you know like just spend time together. So like we would like send each other our like musical preferences be like yo like i like this like this is type of my vibe just kind of like sharing you know like we used to be chilling in the office and just kind of sit and like vibe out and listen to stuff and i remember one day i like had recorded like a video of me singing like a cover of a summer walker song and i was like 
hey Chilia, do you think this is good? And he was like, no, 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 like we fuck with that. Like we should really do this shit for real. So, you know, like we kind of like from like musical preference sharing to like, okay, well like before, like I thought I could sing or like rap for real. Like this is what I was doing. Okay behind closed doors you know but like let me share it yeah so like we did that nico did that chili did that and then we was like oh yeah this could go well together (laughs) we should do that together so like i think we all just kind of had like similar energies and tastes and then we put that together like with like an actual musical creative process and then we was like okay well we need a name like what should we be called like the garden no, you yeah, can't just be like the gar- <laughs> that was the first one. Yeah, that was the first Stop. one. Stop. We just threw it out there. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> no workshopping. No figuring no. out. No nothing. But that's, that's really like crazy. on brand for us. Like that's, we don't be. This is the collaboration. Just, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. Always. Ideas get thrown out, and we do we execute the ideas. We do this. Wow. Now that's that, that's hella dope. Yeah. Just in the way of knowing how creatives in a space. That seems like landed on a name would be a process. Mm-hmm. And then it just hit. Whose idea was it to turn the E into a three? Me. Filthy. Yeah. Filthy. Yeah. And so y'all are athletes, I'm taking it. But y'all said in the office, was this for like being in trouble? <laughs> I'll give I'll give my my background. So I didn't run track with them. Okay. I, uh, I worked for the track team at Baylor. Okay. Um, I ran track at Tulsa undergrad. I went to grad school at Baylor, was working with the track team, and was doing like an academic type of coach. And okay. then we used to, they used to come to my office and hang out, and then we started playing music and stuff. It was like, I hear them, I hear them harmonies back there. What, okay. what, what is that? And then same with Nico with his flow and everything. And then we started just vibing at lunch every day, and I would travel with them on the roads. We would listen to music together, things like that. And then it just started kind of developing from there. And then, like you said, came up with the name in the office one day. It was like, Garden Cool. She's like, let's change a three to an E or E to a three. Cool. That's hard. Done. And then they started sending voice memos to me, and I would just try to throw it in Logic or whatever, try to mess around with it. And then, like, piecing things together. <clears throat> and then it was like, this is dope. We started putting together some stuff on SoundCloud. Okay. And then sharing it with friends. And I'm like, who is this? He was like, what's us? What you mean? like, why are you so excited? I was like, y'all like it? What you mean? So it was uh, that type of kind of start in organic. And then never was forced to just like, you just like music sent it to each other. Like yeah. we stay in our feelings and things like that. So it just helped kind of keep us like just accountable for talking, being social, like yeah. that type of stuff. And then kind of, what was the name of the first like put together song that was <laughs> Steaks and Shrimps and Crown? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm dead ass. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's the crown for me. Crown. <laughs> crown apple pert. Oh, okay. That's okay. Hard. That's hard. <laughs> that is delicious though. So with that, so uh, what is this timeline looking like? How How long ago was all of this? This was 2018. 2018. Okay. Oh, that's yesterday. You know, sort of like, yeah. Right yeah. Another I feel like time. I've seen you perform yeah. too many times for that to be true. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying I've seen y'all perform so many times for you to have been that new then. You know what I mean? Like, you guys were amazing. But. That's real chemistry. The, the yeah. Time, the times you've seen us perform were probably like our third and fourth and uh, fifth ever. like performances. Like ever, It was like ever, literally ever. just, we go to studios, like, you trying to do this? All right, bet, let's go. And then just turn it on. But we don't be practicing. Like, it's just like, let's just do it. Like, so like, we're still like, we're under 10 shows like ever. I'm literally you know I'm stuck so, right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Two, uh, two under my belt. It, actually, 
Okay, so I'm extra lucky because then I've seen all three of you perform together. Yeah. And if there's only been two of those. Yeah, I think you were at my first ever perform, like what? our first ever us three together. Because yeah, that was the first time I'd ever. Definitely didn't share that with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and y'all were amazing. Like there was, we would have not known. I guess is what I mean. So talk about that feeling. I want each of you just to comment on your first time together getting up there. Like what was that like? That was at the um, rooftop. Oh, it was the rooftop. I wasn't even thinking about the rooftop. I was thinking about the, uh, you know what I'm talking about? But that was the first time. The rooftop at Industry. Yeah, the rooftop at Industry was pretty cool for me because it was was really small and it was intimate. Like, they're probably this close. And... um, So that wasn't scary for you? Being that close to people? The reason that none of this has ever, like, been scary to me is because they've been right there. So it, it, it's never yeah. been me by myself. So yeah, okay. That's like, and they are like, they are my biggest supporters. They're the reason I even started and still do the music thing. That was never even a no. thought in my mind. Really? Yeah. Okay, we almost skipped right past that. We could have, we could have missed that, because the way you guys just made it sound like it just happened. But it did. Yeah. No, I know it did. But <laughs> like, did you have any like you a little uh, apprehension? So I'll say in the beginning, I won't say drag along, but I was just like the happy little like duckling following. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> this song, okay. This beat, this track, yeah, I'll do this and this. And they're like, let's go. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> But now I kind of feel like I'm finding my own footing um, as far as presentation and style and things um, along those lines. But yeah. How hard is it to find that footing when you guys aren't in the same city all the time? Yeah. I feel like from early days, even before the world ended, pandemic, all that other kind of stuff, like the virtual setup really worked for us. And But I think that kind of like also plays into kind of just all three of our energies as well and like who we are as people and how we communicate. Like we have a very... <laughs> a very non-verbal form of communication okay. truly like you know we're just it finesse like it just yeah. it just clicks you yeah. know what i mean so like that first performance like we didn't go into it with too much the but even like going back to like how it started like the virtual shit like chili would send a beat or it'd be like a youtube beat or like somebody would be like crafting something cooking something and then he would push it and like send it in the chat and be like hey slide <laughs> and we would be like okay <laughs> and so like like he would make a beat we would put something down like i feel like i would hear like a hook or like some kind of like melody or something and you know like i'm in my room like with my door closed like trying to use like my clothes as like padding and stuff and i'm like me 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 can anybody hear me and i would like slide and send it back in the chat and then like nico would put a verse on it and then we would just go round and round and round and round and round and then at the end like but this whole time like this amount of time would be like less than a day oh, yeah. and then we would just knock it out we so have a whole dropping song. everything in that moment when he sends the beat is it like, everything okay yeah yeah because to keep That's that going on. keep that energy yeah. moving mm-hmm. you can't be like when i get off work you know it's yeah. like or when i'm done with this paper you sometimes get- it do be like that like yeah. but once we were not once we were not in the same place it became like you know a, a few days but when we we're all kind of in the same vicinity it was like 
I don't know. I guess because it was so raw that all of our ideas just happened immediately. So he would send the beat, and as soon as you're hearing the beat, it's like we understood exactly what we needed to do yeah. to execute. So it would happen that quickly. It, like <clears throat> hearing this, none of this is necessarily surprising, right? Like I, I don't run into you that often, clearly. Bump into my mans, bump into Ivy, and there's a consistent energy that come off of both of y'all, right? And I think one of my skill sets is people. And it's, again, not even about I'm getting all your background, all that stuff, but it's being around and just peeping how you move, mm -hmm. the consistencies, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's your, the way to the detail. And I know that certain things are being in public. There's a certain way in which you show up, but the sidebar conversations is what matters to me, right? And in that, <clears throat> the consistency of who the sidebars we've had translates to the music. There's nothing I've ran into yet that's been like, oh, that's different. Mm -hmm. um, and now hearing how this stuff comes together organically, because this is also like a feeling of when y'all show up to a space, it's like, yeah, we, you just know there's something happening in that that area. Wherever they at, it's, it's something going on there and it feel good whatever that is, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And again, that translates through the music and now here in the process, got it. It's more so like, okay, it, sure. it, it's all clicking. Yeah. I Just to piggyback on the topic of what it's like to perform like together or be on stage together, like I would have never pursued any type of like solo artistry or uh. rapping, singing if it wasn't for them. Cause like okay. I was never interested in it. It was like, I want to produce, okay. make beats and like, you know, tell people, use this harmony here, do this here. It was never, like, actually use my own voice for yeah. things. And so um, as I move forward, obviously I'll do solo shows. I'll put out solo music, but it was never a thing that I wanted to do. It was always wanted to be with a group because it just changes the energy, right? Like, okay. if I'm up on the stage, like, by myself, it's like, all right, it's just me, like, up here, like, these are my songs that are, like, me probably being in my feelings. And then when it's, like, when I'm with them, I was like, all right, man, let's go turn up. Like, look at him, he going off, look at her, she going off. It just makes it more fun, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's, like, being on stage with them, especially, like, on a night like we had at Rom Toms, like, just lit. Like, it was just, like, it was, like, all right, this is dope. This is what we're yeah. supposed to do. Like, and then, like, again, still very much in its infancy and, you know, getting the cogs and, the, the web's out but like the energy that at least I feel and I know they feel like on the stage together like it's just that's a, that's dope it's dope it's even more dope than like just recording together honestly yeah. like just seeing people bouncing to you it's yeah. like it changes like I don't know perspective it's dope so so you mentioned in Rob Times and saying like that was that was a moment um, in the time that y'all have performed can each of y'all give if you had to tell about a moment for you that was like oh yeah this is it. Can you explain what that was? Did a panty fly can, on the stage? Yeah, Did. I can. <laughs> I can talk I'll, to it. I start on that one at a at. I think this was our first performance at Revolution Hall, oh. the one we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, can we just just take a second to the first show was at Revolution Hall? Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean that's. Yeah, no yeah. small feat. That's a, was, that's a pretty big deal. So for anybody who's listening to this who isn't local, like that's that's not that's not your small venue. You know, it was it was. I don't even know how it happened, um, but we like we performed on the same little list as like Ron Harper and Mike Capes and yeah. Slaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. <laughs> was just like, oh, we was also chill because yeah. we didn't really know. To be honest, wow. it was like, yeah, they cool, they seem dope, but it wasn't like. 
they, they in it, they like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and yeah. so we in there just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Like, and then <laughs> just kind of quiet to ourselves like we normally are. And and I can't speak for y'all. I was nervous as shit, right? Yeah. I was like, I don't do this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even talk in front of people. So it's yeah. like me coming up to like rap and sing like in front of people and they come here to see us. It's like, this is weird. I got all the attention <laughs> on me and I hate attention. And so like, that was an eye-opening moment because after that, I was like, oh, damn, I suck. Like, this, it was trash. Like, Mike, Mike wasn't that great. And then people coming about the, oh, y'all got it. It was like. Got what? <laughs> what do we got? Like, what do we, what do we, what do we, you, you knew what we were saying? Like, I wasn't just screaming at you. Like, what do you, and so people were like, yo, like, yo. And like, I think that was what got me because I was just like, all right, cool. You knocked that out. You know, yeah. knock it out the bucket list type item. Yeah, and yeah. people were like, nah, bro, like, whatever it is, keep doing it. I was like, all right, that's like, hard. If you say so, like I was like, niggas, just the first time we did this. Yes, but, um, yeah. So that they was had like, no idea though. No idea. Where that's always as a as a uh, viewer and consumer of music and talent. There's nothing like showing up to a space without an expectation, and then yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. There, th- th- that that's just, why I love a live show and getting there to see the opener because. Yeah you're going to see somebody who becomes the somebody that's the headliner later, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always someone that you would have never seen yes. otherwise. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're, then you're opened up to this whole different world. Right. And openers usually work a whole lot harder, honestly, because... They're trying to get it. They're trying to get it. So. All right, what you got for us? Oh, you didn't have an add-on? You didn't have a moment that's hit oh, you on no, one of these? I completely... You got the question. We did go for a while. Um... <laughs> I think my my moments like that are a lot more few or few and far between because I come in, I do whatever we do, and then I'm gone again. Okay. So I never like am basking in it. But I guess for me, um, it's hearing in passing about it later. I'm like, you you remember that? Oh, like that that stuck with you? Yeah. Like. You know that those are the moments for me where I'm like, okay, maybe it's not. Are they moments bad. you don't remember? Because they, yeah, my memory gets jogged. Yeah, your, I, your it perspective takes a of it is like, totally different. Like when I come out here and people remember me, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those are moments where I'm like, let, let me let me like, I don't know, be more in the moment because yeah. when I when I am doing it, it's more like to get it done in a sense as opposed to like this is what I wanted like we're having fun like I don't know it's I almost approach it the same way that I do my classes in a sense not in a bad way but just kind of like business you know right yeah well and the more you do it the less business it might become right yeah I I agree yeah so it it makes perfect sense that that's where you're at right in this moment but I don't think anybody would be able to watch you guys and think you're not in the moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or that there's other things or that it's business. Like it, the show really is organic. And what I appreciated about the three of you performing was seeing you guys each give each other those moments mm-hmm. of, of solo moments. Right. Yes. And <laughs> so I hear you on the, uh, I hear you, Chili, on the, like, I don't really, I didn't want to do that and I wasn't going to, but then you're, it looks really organic and looks like you're supposed to. And it also looks like you're supposed to be with the group. And the same thing for, for all of you. So just saying out loud, you know, cause sometimes you just need to hear it that, yeah, that 
it, it's working. <laughs> and the more you do it, the more that you guys will feel it, right? Yeah. Like, and I want to mention too something to go off of what you said in a way as somebody that people recognize me a lot more than I recognize them. Yeah. That's just, that's a part of the things, and it does sometimes feel weird when they have such a vivid recall. Yes. And you're like, uh huh. Yeah, I was but there. People will text too. me about something on the show, and I'm like, what's that? Like yeah. no question, I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you said this on the, yeah, right. would never know. Mm-hmm. But no. that's just one of those things of as you said, like being in in the moment. I think that is a skill of being able to stop and be like, oh, this is happening right now, mm-hmm. and just to take in. And again, that's a piece of a process. I'm still learning that. That's why when you said it, I connected to that. There'd be a lot of so yeah. What you got for us? What's a moment? I think my moment was the Ron Tom show. Uh, that was that was a like being in the moment. That was a very fun show for me. Yes. I had a fucking ball. Yes. That shit was so fun. <laughs> so like, I mean, I I would I would say for me like I am a like relatively reserved person. I like to like I, my energy is like cordial. Feel me? Like I just like to be like nice. I like to be mm-hmm. like genuine with people. I like to talk to people. But like, I <laughs> I say no. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah like that show was just i i don't want it sounds cliche it's not like a breaking out of a shell type thing but i think that was my first experience like actually enjoying being within myself hey. within the music and like being on a stage in front of people that's why that show was like my my favorite because like normally like my approach I, I, I don't know sometimes so like recording and stuff I can be kind of like analytical like mm-hmm. I'm like okay I hear this this goes here this goes here this goes here but I really like let myself go so I don't remember yeah. not shit from that yeah, day so that's, yeah, that's like it's completely gone <laughs> <laughs> but like that's how I know it was which good. is one of the dope things about live performances I know that um, talking to although I've never consumed any of their uh, music but the Grateful Dead a lot of the people that follow them yeah. talk about their live show and just mm-hmm. how Trying to hear it on an album is not the same experience. Mm-hmm. And when you do catch something live, when people are out of their body and in that moment, mm-hmm. you can't re- you can't replicate that. Right. And so being able to experience that live and be able to take that in, you can fall in love with that version and then hear it on the recorded version and be like, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like the the uh what's 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 little man's name uh, Russell on uh, go get that bag the live version is what give me pumped the mm-hmm. a recorded version is, is hella like, basic yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like I want to hear y'all in the back of that truck going crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so to that to that point it's low key at times like and even we were struggling with this today a bit it's like yeah it can be hard to match like that energy because uh, like just, you see the crash like all right bet and if you out yeah. like we in here like just waking up from a nap or whatever if it ain't translated <laughs> immediately it's like damn i suck i don't want this shit no more you know just, what I'm saying? so it's yeah. like right. it can yeah. like it can if you're not like lit you got the perfect situation like drinks on like yeah. sometimes like it can just be like less inspired but like when yeah. you live it's like nah okay i yeah. feel it i can see the energy i'm not speaking to a computer yeah so it definitely can be a bit different and i, I like i'm a person who likes to record like i like to just try ideas and yeah. fuck up and like do random stuff um and so doing live shows can be a little more daunting because it's like you should execute and not be as risky yes um but at the same time like the energy definitely translates a lot differently mm-hmm. um live than you know recorded for sure this is something i'm always curious about because when creating art in general y'all don't dictate what the people like right artists Mm -hmm. you can put all your heart and soul into a thing 
the people are going to respond to what they connect with. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the thing that I find to be a common thread, whatever genre of creation you exist in, it's almost the throwaways or the things that mm -hmm. you didn't put too much thought into that end up being like, ones. why do y'all yes. even like that? Yeah. This yeah. was yeah. Yeah. best ones. Have y'all experienced that? Oh, yeah. Most, most, of it. <laughs> most of it. Yeah. 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 We actually like some of the tracks we're working on. So we came in here, here at DB to, to work on our album, try to finish it up so we can get out for the summer okay. and re-record everything. Right. And so we had a list of songs together pretty happy with it you know our stars kind of like a lot of chill stuff too like mm -hmm. slow down so we were listening like probably need some like upbeat songs that like mix in here because a lot of it's just like chill easy listening type yeah. stuff mm -hmm. and then so we went back to like our original like stuff we started with like with youtube beats and like we were just having fun with it yeah. Yeah. the mix is just ass like yeah, like yeah, it's like yeah. just <laughs> terrible but like it's hard like yeah. it's fire still and we was going over like damn like we was kind of with it like we was yeah. cold like we still are you know what i'm saying but like when we first started with there was no like thing to like draw from it was just like straight fun yeah. like mm -hmm. it was like hard and so yeah. like um i don't know where i was going with that but like i had a reason <laughs> i said that what was i talking about like literally just lost everything what was i saying it was it's a little bit of like trying to like recreate that creative process mm -hmm. that was a one-time yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, know yeah. so like and literally like <laughs> before we fucking started this i was so mad because we was we were going over one of like my favorite songs and i was like i keep fucking this shit up and i wrote the shit <laughs> i don't even remember what i said i don't even remember how i feel and like i just i'm like damn like i can't sing no more i can't do music i'm trash <laughs> oh yeah so but yeah that's just the the go to is I'm not good at this and I'm not yeah, gonna do it. Absolutely, anymore. it's like <laughs> I, this this is a terrible mistake. I'm fucking yeah. like, why am I why am I doing this to myself right it's now? A terrible like, mistake. Oh, man. I connect with that a little too much, so I'm just gonna. Uh. Yeah. So in in the way of knowing that you know, as you mentioned earlier, still in its infancy, but at the pinnacle. Where is somewhere like where where is the stage? What is the stage? Where is the place? That you would be like, mm -hmm. oh, nigga, we made it. Hey. What does that look like for each of you? Yeah, we, we was talking about this. I would say for me, I would really appreciate a truthful circle moment. My first concert experience was at the Tabernacle in Atlanta. And like I had seen some of my favorite people there. Some like went with friends, like established memories. So like yeah. if I were to be able to like pro like me. I just I have like I have a very like vivid vision of me standing in general admission being hot and sweaty looking at like my favorite person on the stage and I'm like yeah. yo that's kind of cool yeah. but like at that time like that was like 2014 like 2013 mm. so like now I'm like oh but I actually could be yes. and I have been on a stage before so now like yes. yeah I could do that it's a possibility yeah for real for real yeah, yeah. Mm. that's alright this is one I still struggle with because um of what making it means so everything about how this is happening like sitting down and having moments when we're speaking to you or we're on stage doing shows these are things that i would have could wouldn't have even fathomed five years ago okay so all of this is great to me so mm -hmm. making it like if we could just keep doing this yeah. I'm so like, we, we did it already yeah. yeah like i'm i'm having a great time i, I never planned on music to pave my way I, mm. I still don't plan for it to pave my way so it's like it's only ever going up so I'm always hey. feel great about it you know I like that answer me too I really a like lot. that answer <laughs> thanks <Yeah. laughs> a lot 
<laughs> he doesn't care. Uh, a nigga, we made it moment. Shit, <laughs> man, I'm a little, I'm a little older, so mine may be a little different. But <clears throat> money was never a reason. Fame was never a reason. Um, but I do think, for me, a moment that would be like, all right, we made it, is that people kind of know who we are, know what we're about, and can speak to it. Like, I, whenever we're around Garden or go to a Garden show, I experience something, I feel something. And, like, it leaves them with a certain level of, like, nostalgia that is, like, kind of unfamiliar. It's like, when you're around them, it's like something so familiar about them. I don't know them from Adam, but what they do and what they create, I feel something, and that sticks with me forever. So, for me, like, that's my... You know, oh, we made it because it's making a lasting impression on people. And so when people say garden, they think of the three, they think of Ivy, they think of Nico, they think of the vibe. They remember something from their childhood that that is a good memory for them. They remember a certain smell that reminds them of their second grade teacher perfume, something like that. Mm. Just something like that reminds them of like nostalgia of a feel good type of aspect. That's kind of if they um, equate garden to that, then that's how I know we kind of made it. Like that's the type of vibe for sure. So close it up because there's not better answers. Than <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> so this is this is gonna let me know if I can rock with y'all moving forward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Top ramen, beef or chicken flavor? Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Damn. There was a wrong answer here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Uh, nah, I always get that. It's interesting of that being not even interesting because as somebody that now likes pho and couldn't imagine a chicken pho, that, that sounds stupid. So, so I love pho now as well. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not a huge beef eater. Okay. And I'm not a huge red meat eater. Okay. And so like I try to go with the chicken. Okay. But as far as pho goes, I do enjoy pho. I do enjoy the yeah. beef and the, and the pork. Even yeah. though I'm not, I don't really... I don't eat pork sans bacon. Same, same. I mean, that's okay. not. That's not. That's Fair its enough. own. Like, that's Fair its enough. own category. Bacon is the forbidden fruit. Like I yeah. understand. Like, but I'm never giving bacon up. Yeah. Same. But outside of that, like I don't really do a lot of like red meat and stuff. But um, the flavoring of chicken ramen would just remind me of grandma house going to back putting a whole bunch of other you know sauces on yeah. it. Um, a little razzle dazzle. Little razzle dazzle. Got to do know? it. Yeah. So in there we got just a little little bit moment here left. But we want to make sure to get our moment to get the people all the contact stuff along with any uh, projects coming out. Just anything you want to give up right now. Let it loose. Yeah. Um, I just released a single, Chalifa Noom, Gone Too Long with Forest Pond. That's out everywhere. Um, we are working on our new project, As Garden. Should be out. Um, we're aiming early June. Um, feel free to you know connect with us on the socials, Garden Music, Ivy Wave, um, OK Neek, Sneaks FM, Chalifa Noom. Um, but just be you know tap into our socials. Um, if you do like a song, you know DM one of us. Tell us like what you like about it, like what you want to hear from us. Like send it to your friends. Like be like, hey, this song reminds me of blah blah blah. Like we love feedback. We love hearing like different things from people. Um, because even just the affirmation of like being here and hearing people enjoy it, like it helps and keeps it kind of. Mm -hmm going um but yeah so just keep on the lookout for us we're gonna try to do some more shows this summer get them back and forth um so just be you know stay tuned for things coming up for sure yes lord i do have one last question yeah yeah. because you hit on the fame situation mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of creatives don't do 
people who are genuinely creative don't put their art out for fame. And I think fame is very hard for a lot of creatives because that's not what you're looking for. And I specifically immediately always think of D'Angelo in this way of giving us an album that was like, uh, exactly. And then disappearing because it's like, uh, I do not love this. I don't like being looked at all the time. I don't. So have you thought about that in any way um, and like what it would what it would mean to your art? What I mean by that is being famous. Like it's a it's a totally different thing. I'm having very much like imposter syndrome because I don't even want to see myself as a famous person. <sighs> I don't even want to like entertain that vision. I I think if if there's been like a little taste of it sometimes, it's like those moments where maybe not like feeling like you're reaching, but like during like live performances and stuff. If it's not sometimes like sitting in the pocket, I don't like that extension portion. You know what I mean? Like if I, I feel like if I were to be given a show or if I were to, be, if I'm not feeling it, like we're going to have to cultivate a new vibe in that moment. Like I'm not going to like reach for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And I feel like as like a, famous performer like the people that i'm envisioning right now like i just feel like you always got to be on mm -hmm. and i'm gonna be off someday <laughs> right so like you know but that might be a, a piece of your fame right yeah. is stopping your show and being like this this ain't right like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna change it all up yeah but you know with the imposter syndrome thought there mm -hmm. like you don't even think you get to do that right so uh, i feel it i think i'm um uh, an operate below your means kind of guy so I don't think I'd ever do close to what I could as far as giving myself, in a sense. Okay. So while I may be there, and I don't know, that I think there's always going to be a... And I'm not sure that it's necessarily on purpose, but there's always going to be a, a wall a there. A wall, yeah. Just because... I'm a more observant person. Like this is probably the mo this little piece of week from Wednesday to <laughs> until I leave is the most I'll talk. I have talked in the month. Like <laughs> I don't do this. Right. Um, this able pre pre uh uh what album am I thinking? Trilogy. Huh. Trilogy. Yeah. There, Kiss Land. Pre Kiss Land. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm not sure, like, even if I were to become famous, I don't think I would ever feel famous because mm. I wouldn't let myself be famous. Hey. Okay, so I'd that's a word. Still do, like, <laughs> my regular not see me thing kind of like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. No, like he gonna change or not? That nigga will be off the map, like <laughs> for real, yeah. for real. Um, I I have a hard time seeing myself as a famous person, and it makes me extremely nervous just to walk around and be recognized, like when I don't want to be, because I'm right. I'm a wildflower. Like if I want to be seen, all right, cool, here my thirty minutes. But outside of that, like I'm gonna yep. lay back in the cut. So. Um, while we're it's in a room of those people, right? Yeah, now. facts. No, why, that's why we all chilling. Like, yeah, even like, exactly. This, you can feel yeah. it. Like, it's like, all right, I'm cool now. Yeah. I can, like, yeah. But, like, um, yeah, fame makes me nervous. Like, the prospect of being notarized to the point where you can, you know, 
have fiduciary explosions. That's cool. You know what I mean? Be able to take care of the family and be like to do this as a living. But I'm also a bit nervous of if it came a point where it's like me bringing in money, like would it change what it feels like to? Mm. So I think that's kind of why we all wanted to have Garden to obviously music be the the vehicle and the vessel, but have our own, you know, side hustles with it too, the get into real estate, get into cannabis, get in like creative direction. Like mm-hmm. we're LLC, so we're like a business too, have the merch. And so like have yeah. different avenues that we can own. And when we're not feeling musical, we're not feeling like being seen, we have something else we could do as well. Mm-hmm. And so like it's, uh, cause we're all relatively intrinsic, like introverted for the most part. And so it's like our mm-hmm. our meter, like it's very thin and like chances are if you see us outside, yeah. we hate it. You know what yes. I'm saying? So it's like, so if you uh, see us at any point for the you rest of I mean? the stay like, so it's like shades on right got the shades on like got the protection hoodie over the head like, like not really know, so like something on the neck to make you seem like you're not exposed like all that like it's little things that you don't really yeah. notice like if you know us then you're like oh that's why they do that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. so it's like i'm glad that it doesn't always translate that we really are anti like you know what i'm saying yeah. so like that's dope because we do love the music we do love like you know, creating for sure, but it isn't the most comfortable thing at all times because we aren't the people that's like, yeah, come to this. Yeah. We trying to be seen type stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes, yes appreciate it, but like, it's not to be seen. It's to be appreciated. Pepsi. You know what I'm so it's like, I don't know. That's the bar. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's, that's the, the clip. bar. <laughs> you know, not to be seen. It's to be appreciated. So, well, we appreciate y'all for spending some time Love. out of y'all busy schedule with us. Absolutely. And Absolutely. um, we got this in the uh, in the uh, infancy. But, so we're gonna do this again. Yep. Yes. Yep. Multiple times. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. This is the vibiest of the podcasts. For sure. Yeah. Like well, this is this, this family. This family though. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's family. Yes. It's family though. Yeah, we so. dialed. Yeah. So with that, again, big love, big energies, all the things. You got anything closing out? No, I said great things the entire time. So you did. I've done oh, my job. Yes. The greatness yeah. is okay. Well, with that being said, <laughs> we're out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>